It's a podcast where we celebrate the good news, which is Jesus. But we do that looking at the text. We're spending a number of weeks, perhaps 66 even, looking at the books of the Bible. Book by book through the book is how I think of this. I was tempted to do a sermon series on it, and I resisted that temptation. Whether it was a good temptation or a bad temptation, perhaps you may be the judge. And we're on the book of Numbers. And here are these words, and I'll bet you've heard them before, but maybe not. This is from Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. As I've prepared for this podcast, I've considered blessing my children as they go to sleep with this blessing. This is called the Aaronic Blessing from Aaron, the priest, and it's at the end of Numbers chapter 6. And I remember very clearly hearing from all sorts of places, but mostly from my Christian high school, or junior high at the time, you need to read your Bible. And I would open my Bible, and I thought Genesis was very interesting until it got to chapter 12, in which case it became at which point it became both more interesting and less interesting. More interesting because of the people, less interesting because it wasn't so dramatic and world-covering. And and then I looked at Exodus, and I thought, oh, I'll bet the actual Exodus is really exciting. And the second half of Exodus is about the law, and I thought, Leviticus, nope, no way. And I thought, Numbers, boring. And I was so wrong. The first few chapters of Numbers involve some settling of the nation of Israel before they're going to enter the land of Canaan. If you want to know why they have to wait, go back to the end of Exodus. But then the book of Numbers takes this interesting, very uh, person-focused shift, a little bit like Genesis, um, where you start to see things happening. You'll see Miriam and Aaron disagreeing with Moses. You'll see the people of Israel struggling with the commands of God. You'll see a foreign prophet unable to curse the people of God. You'll then see his steed speak with him. The book of Numbers is probably one of the hidden gems of the Bible with respect to narrative interest. And here's what it tells us, friends. Regardless if it's the people complaining, talking about the cloud or the tabernacle or the trumpets or the Sabbath or Aaron or Moses or Miriam, the plans and purposes of the Lord will not be thwarted. Not by his own people, not by the adversaries around them, both those that are neutral-ish, and those that are aggressive. And that is where we see the gospel. That is where we see numbers very vaguely, very carefully pointing to Jesus, more specifically pointing to the heart of God, who has plans for Israel to bless the whole world, even after their dramatic sins at the foot of Sinai. The book of Numbers is odd. Maybe skim it if you're Like, I'm not going to read numbers no matter what you say. Skim it. Look at the title headings. And then when you see one that's like, whoa, what? Go ahead and read it. And remember that the book of Numbers shows us in many, many ways that the plans and purposes of God are good and unthwartable by his enemies, by his people, 
by circumstance, time, or anything else. His plans and purposes are unthwartable. Of Moses. Um, and so a lot, of, lots of things are happening at the same time. Neighboring nations are dealing with the glory of God. The people of God are dealing with the realities of following God in a very uh, troubling place and with their own doubts and issues. You're watching the problems of leaders, specifically Moses and Miriam and Aaron. And yet the theme that binds numbers together is the plans and purposes of the Lord will not be thwarted, not by God's own people or their adversaries or their neighbors. I hope that encourages you.